Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. I'm so excited that you're with me today because we are going to shake loose and shake free of some maladies, some ties that bind. We're going to deal with this issue of when the enemy knocks the wind out of us. But first, I want to remind you, I'm in South Florida. Where are you? Let me know, would you please? I'm here, and we have two services on Sunday at Awakening House of Prayer. 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. It's going to be good. I'm talking about a prophetic word for procrastinators on Sunday first service. You can watch that online at ahop.online. Say it with me, ahop.online. Go up there and watch it. Consider becoming a web church member so I can be your virtual pastor. Wouldn't that be cool? Amen. I'd love it. Go over there also to the second service if you're in South Florida. One. 30 p.m. We have two different messages, two different worship encounters, two different experiences every Sunday, and I'm teaching on the gift of faith in the second service. If you're not in South Florida, you're going to have to catch that on schoolofthespirit.tv. Activating the nine gifts of the Spirit, that's the series we're in, and you can get over there and sign up for anything you want over there. I'm going to give you a special code, a special discount code, mornings, M-O-R-N-I, in GS mornings plural use that code it's my gift to you for discount on anything you want over there as we press in together where's all my awakening prayer hubs leaders we've got 300 in over 30 nations of the earth god bless you for joining me my ignite network members god bless you for joining me we're going to kick off today with a devotion from evenings with the holy spirit listening daily to the still small voice of god this was my second devotional. And today's devotion is titled, wait for it, I am unshakable. Come on. I am unshakable, says the Lord. Now here's what I heard the Lord say. I never change. I am constant. I am consistent. I am steadfast, says the Lord. I will not act one way towards you today and another way towards you tomorrow. My love for you is solid. I am unmovable. I am unshakable, says the Lord. There's nothing you can do to surprise me. I love you when you miss the mark. I'm not going anywhere. I am always here for you under under any and every circumstance. I never change, says the Spirit of the living God. Come on, aren't you glad? Dear God in heaven, thank you, Jesus, that you don't change, that you haven't changed your mind about us, oh God. Today's scripture references Malachi 3, 6, Hebrews 13, 8, and Hebrews 13, verse 5. Now the prayer starter from the devotional, I'm glad you never change. But I need to change, God. Help me to move from faith to faith and from glory to glory. Help me not to be surprised when I fall short of your glory. Give me greater confidence in your promise to always stand with me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we do. We thank you. My God, my God, my God. The God who never changes. 
the creator God who is consistent. Elohim, Emmanuel, the God who is with us. There's no shifting shadow of turning in him. He is not a man that he should lie. He is not the son of man that he should repent. We're grateful for who you are, God. We exalt you. We magnify you over our faults, over our failures. We magnify you over our mistakes, over our faux pas. We magnify you over the downfalls. We magnify you, God, over our fears. We magnify you over our doubts, over our unbelief. Jesus, we believe God help our unbelief. We believe God help our unbelief. You never change. You never change. You never will change. You've always been the same. You are the God who was and is and is to come and you will never change. You're immutable. We can depend on you. You're reliable. We know you're there. You're consistent. You always hear our prayers. When we cry out to you, you don't turn a deaf ear to us. So we praise you this morning for that, that alone. Oh, Jesus, that alone, that we know, that we know, that we know, that we have a God who cares about us. He watches over us thoughtfully. He listens to us intently. God, we praise you. Come on. Come on. He listens. He listens. He listens. He's the friend that sticks closer than a brother. He listens. He'll sit and listen to you all day. And then he'll give you wisdom. He'll give you grace. He'll give you the answer to the problem that you could never solve in your own mind. God, would you help us today to get out of our minds and into your heart? It's the safest place to be. It's the place we want to dwell. It's the place we want to live. God, would you help us, God, to get out of our minds? <laughs> the enemy wants to drive you out of your mind. And so does God, but they're working in opposite directions. The enemy wants to drive you crazy. He wants to drive you out of your mind. He wants to get you frustrated and angry and depressed and overwhelmed. God wants to drive you out of your mind and into his heart. There's a difference. God doesn't want us to live in our mind. He doesn't want us to continue to reason ourselves out of the prophetic word that thrilled our heart. He doesn't want us to live in our mind. He's given us a mind to use for his glory. But how often does our mind trip us up? So, Father, help us to get out of our minds and into your heart. Help us, Lord, to use our mind, the faculties that you have given us for your glory, to advance your kingdom. Help us to stop tripping over our own mind. Jesus, would you help us to stop tripping over our own mind? Would you help us, Lord, to stop tripping over our own emotions? They're scattered sometimes, God. They're up and down sometimes, God. Sometimes it feels like we have gotten on a roller coaster called emotions, and we're going up and down and around. It is terrifying. It is horrifying. Oh, Jesus, come on. Have you ever been on one of those roller coasters? At Bush Gardens or Walt Disney or wherever, the uh, Six Flags. If you're, oh my gosh, I remember some of those. Oh, Jesus, it was so scary. Ah, have you ever seen the Jesus? That is what the enemy wants. He has given you a ticket to Keterebosha, to an emotional roller coaster that never stops. It just keeps looping and looping and looping and looping and looping and looping. I break that cycle right now in Jesus' name. Oh, Jesus, I thank you, Lord, that you make the crooked places straight. I thank you, Lord, that you're taking us higher from glory to glory, taking us higher from faith to 
faith. You're not running us around in circles. We're not on a roller coaster up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. I break that cycle of emotional roller coaster uh, drama in the name of Jesus. Come on. You got to break it for yourself. I'm trying to give you a little help here this morning, but you've got to take authority over it. You've discerned it. You've recognized it. You know that you've been driven out of your mind. Now you need to get in God's heart. We put a cease and desist order on the enemy's agenda to keep us on an emotional roller coaster, never getting anywhere, going in circles, going through the same patterns, going through the same problems, the same reactions. We're not responding. We're reacting. We don't want to live that way, God. God, that's not how you created us. That's not what you created us for. So we pull the brakes, the emergency brakes on this emotional roller coaster. We're getting off. We're getting off. Come on, who's going to get off? Who's going to get Come on, who's going to get off this emotional roller coaster today? Come on, you might not be on one today, but do not make a mistake. You have to understand that there's an, a roller coaster ride waiting for you. And the enemy wants to tempt you on it with a thought. He wants to tempt you on it with some gossip somebody said about you. He wants to tempt you to get on that emotional roller coaster through manipulating circumstances. By releasing witchcraft at your mind. That makes a mountain out of a molehill. It's just a little thing, really. It's just a little thing, really. There's no reason to respond and react that way, but we get on that emotional roller coaster and it's overwhelm, it's overreaction, it's overcompensation, it's over the top, it's over and done, it's over. Jesus, would you help us to interrupt these patterns in our emotions that keep us stuck on a roller coaster that we don't know how to get off? Father, teach us how to stop the drama teach us how to stop the battle in our minds teach us lord show us a better way we don't have it all figured out but you do help us lord to get out of our mind and into your heart all these fearful vain imaginations they come through our mind the enemy whispers to our soul and all of a sudden we are thinking the worst thing that could possibly happen is going to happen we catastrophize a thing one little thing goes wrong, and now all of a sudden, we're in our mind about it, we're in our feelings about it, we're in our imaginations about it. And Paul said, inspired by the Holy Ghost himself in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, that we are supposed to cast down the vain imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. That is our instruction. That is wisdom from on high. That is our protocol help us to get out of our imaginations and into your imagination god come on now help us lord to get out of our imaginations when they're vain to get out of our imaginations when they're fearful to get out of our imaginations when there's rejection projections god help us to get out of our imaginations when they're not healthy when they're toxic when they're distorted when they're confused and help us to get into your imagination help us to get into your heart where your imagination can infuse our soul and we can come up with witty inventions we can find the solutions to problems creatively other people can't see it because they're in their mind but we can see it because we're in your heart 
Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to capture these thoughts, to take them captive, to make them submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. These vain imaginations, these high thoughts, God, these arguments, these demonic arguments, these carnal endeavors, God, help us to remember in the moment. Because we know what to do until the moment comes and all of a sudden we forgot what we knew. James says it's like looking at ourselves in a mirror and as soon as we walk away, we forgot who we were. I said, James said, it's like looking at yourself in a mirror. And then when you walk away, you forget what you look like. That's what it's like for us sometimes. God will acknowledge it. We'll admit it to you. You know it anyway. We know what the word says to do. And then, pow, here come the vain imaginations. And somehow we forget in the moment to cast them down. And in fact, we don't just only not cast them down. (laughs) We meditate on them. We ruminate on them. We sit and think and think and think and think and think about these fearful notions, these demonic illusions that send us into a spiral, a downward spiral, a downward spiral, a downward spiral, a downward spiral until we're depressed, oppressed and obsessed with what the enemy is doing in our lives instead of looking at our magnificent obsession, Jesus Christ. Lord, you are. You're the Lord of all. Help us to get out of our mind and into your heart. Help us to get out of the reasoning, 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 reasoning in ourselves, right out of the prophetic word, reasoning ourselves, right out of the dream, reasoning ourselves, right out of the promotion, reasoning ourselves, because we didn't check with you. We didn't submit it to you. Our mind, our will, our imaginations, our intellect, our emotions, God, help us to get out of our mind and into your heart. We want to be a student of your emotions, your emotions, and being aware of how you feel about us or how you feel about any given situation that we face. The revelation of your emotion will settle our emotions. We don't want to walk around confused and angst. That is not our portion. Our portion is joy. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, would you just pour out your joy upon us? Help us, Lord, to remember the joy of our salvation. That moment, that instantaneous transition. When you delivered us out of the kingdom of darkness so that you could deliver us into the kingdom of your dear son, the kingdom of light, the kingdom of glory, the kingdom of healing, the kingdom of deliverance, the kingdom of the living God. Help us, Lord, to remember the joy of our salvation when we first tasted and saw how good you are. Help us, Lord, to get back to that place. Remembering the joy of our salvation, remembering how good it felt, remembering how good you are, remembering God, put us in remembrance, not just of your word, but of who you are. Put us in remembrance, God, not just of your word, but of who you are. You're magnificent. (laughs) You are holy. 
The angels sit around the throne crying, holy, holy, holy. It's a chorus of holy, holy, holy. And every time they see another aspect of your character, of your beauty, of your glory, they cry, holy, 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 perpetually for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years. The angels cry, holy, holy, holy. Father, make us holy, even as you are holy. But we know it starts with the renewal of our mind. Deliver us from the stinking thinking. Let joy infuse our hearts. Let peace rest upon us. Let it flow like a river from us, God. We embrace the joy of the Lord this morning. The joy of the Lord is our strength. We're not letting go of our joy. I said the devil can't steal our joy. No more. No mas, devil. No mas, devil. No mas. No mas. No mas. I bind you in Jesus' name. The joy killer. The joy killers. Come on, what's stealing your joy? What's killing your joy? The devil's a joy kill. We've got to get out of our mind and into his heart because that's where joy springs forth. Come on, spring up, oh well. Spring up, oh well. Spring up, oh well. From the inside of us, Holy Ghost, you live in us. Help us, Lord, to stir ourselves up, to stir up the gift of God that was given to us by your Holy Spirit. Help us, Lord, to be joyful. To rejoice, to rejoice, to rejoice, to rejoice in who you are, in what you've done. Help us, Lord, to remember to look at the past victories in the midst of the greatest battle we ever face in our life. That's what David did. He didn't lose his joy when Goliath was threatening him. He didn't lose his joy. He didn't lose his peace. He didn't lose his cool spirit. It actually motivated him. Come on now. Oh, Jesus, would you help us, Lord, to let these giants motivate us to trust you more. Would you help us, Lord, that when we see these giants, we don't lose our joy. When we see these giants, we get excited. Come on. We get excited because it's an opportunity for you to be glorified in the earth. And that is our intention is to bring you glory. That is our heart's desire is to bring you glory. Come on. That is what we're after to make your name famous in the earth. And we can't do that when we stay in our mind instead of in your heart. When we're on that emotional roller coaster, when we have no peace, no joy, no love. Oh, Jesus, it's not a good witness. So deliver us today. Deliver us today, O oh God. Deliver us today, O oh God. Deliver us today, O oh God, from the joy killers, from the peace stealers. Deliver us today, O oh God, from our own unrenewed mind that makes a mountain out of a molehill. Deliver us today, O oh God, from the ties that bind us to the past memories that cause such pain that we suppress them. And now they're, they're, they're affecting our attitudes and our speech and our actions. And we don't even know it. That's a whole nother prayer call. Help us, Lord, today, Jesus. We praise you. Holy, 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 holy. Ain't nobody going to steal our joy no more. No more. Nobody, no person, no devil. Thank you, Lord, for the joy of the Lord. Come on. I see you out there. From the nations of the earth. I see a thousand of you out there in the nations of the earth. I see you, Singapore. I see you, Indonesia. I see you. I see you. I see you. All those who are listening on various. I see you. And I see you as strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I see you as overcomers. You can overcome your mind. 
I see you as more than conquerors. You can conquer those vain imaginations. I see you with violent faith. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of, of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. I see you going, getting stronger and going back into the enemy's camp and taking back what he stole from you with violent faith. That's a whole nother prayer broadcast to Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, we praise you, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, we praise you, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Come on, let's transition and deal with this issue of when the enemy knocks the wind out of you. Are you ready? A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at GlobalPropheticCenter.com. have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. When the enemy knocks the wind out of you when the enemy knocks the wind out of you now if you look in the natural let me pray teach you for two minutes and we're going to go back into prayer you got to understand this concept maybe you've never had the wind knocked out of you in the natural you get hit right there in the solar plex you know what happens it paralyzes certain organs in your body that help you breathe and it can be very scary when the enemy when when, when you get like you you see it happen to football players you see it happen sometimes to basketball players or hockey players, sports people, because they get hit. They take a hit. They take a hard hit just in the right place. Listen, not, not every hit. Listen now. Not every hit knocks the wind out of you. Listen to me. Not every wind, not every hit knocks the wind out of you. 
I could, I could punch you right in the face. I'm not going to. I like to punch the devil in the face. I could punch you right in the face. That wouldn't knock the wind out of you. I could, I could, I could, you know, swipe your legs. That's not going to knock the wind out of you. There has to be a particular kind of strategically placed hit to knock the wind out of you. And the enemy knows that. See, some, listen to me. Some demons just come just to harass you. They're just irritating like ants at a picnic. Some demons just come to just hinder you, just frustrate you so you can't receive the grace of God to go forward. All that's annoying. All that's, all that's warfare. But there's a, listen to me. There's another level of warfare when the enemy takes a strategic hit and it knocks the wind out of you. It's usually a blind side. You're not expecting it. It can be terrifying. It's not life-threatening. It's hard to breathe. Let's translate that into spiritual terms. You're grasping for air. What does that mean? You, you can't even barely pray. You, you, you certainly don't feel like worshiping. The wind just got knocked out of you. You, you, you don't want to pray. You're just, you're just laying there hoping somebody will come and help you. You're just, you're just knocked down, beat down, torn down. Grasping for air. You don't want to worship. You don't want to read your Bible. When the enemy knocks the wind out of you, you're just trying to survive. Come on. They say in the natural, when the wind gets knocked out of you, it takes like five to eight minutes. And it's terrifying. It's scary. If it's happened to you before, you kind of know what it is. And so you're better able to navigate it. But if it's never happened to you before in that moment, you're not sure what's happening. You're disillusioned. You're like, whoa, something just took my breath away in a bad way. So, Father, Father, we know many people listening to the sound of my voice, they're walking through this moment right now where it just seems like they're in survival mode. They're, they're not even worried about washing the dishes. They don't want to have to go to work. They're just trying to survive this moment because the enemy came and knocked the wind right out of them. So, Father, would you help us today? Lord, Holy Spirit, you are the wind. Come on. Wind is one of the symbols of the Holy Spirit. So when the enemy knocks the wind out of you, you know what you do? You run to Holy Spirit and ask him to let his wind blow over you, to fill you up again. Because he is able to make you stand. Ephesians 5.18 says not to be drunk with wine, which is debauchery, but be filled with the spirit. Filled. Filled. Instead of being filled with fear after the enemy knocks the wind out of you, we're going to be filled with the spirit. Instead of being filled with unforgiveness after the enemy knocks his wind out of you, we're going to be filled with the spirit. Instead of being filled with bitterness or filled with doubt or filled with anything else that the enemy, because when, when, you, when the enemy knocks the wind out of you, that's when he wants to enter into you because you're vulnerable. The enemy comes with the blind side. That's when he wants to infect you with unforgiveness. That's when he wants to infect you with, with fear. That's when he wants to, you know, he, he, there's an open door because you're vulnerable. That's when the enemy really attacks. So father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. That if we ask you, for bread, you're not going to give us a snake. And we're asking you, God, in Jesus' name, to fill us with the Holy Spirit, to let the wind of God blow over us. We're asking you, Father, in the name of Jesus, to fill us to overflowing. 
to the point that <laughs> we don't even think about the blind side anymore. We're not concerned about that because when you fill us with your spirit, we are going to be filled with joy. We are going to be filled with peace. We are going to be filled with gentleness. We are going to be empowered to forgive. We are going to be empowered to overcome. When you fill us for real to overflowing, whatever happened doesn't matter because something greater happened. Help us, Lord, fill us. Just everybody, just, wherever you are, just lift up your hands. This is serious. It's not just a rope prayer. Lift up your hands and just, Lord, fill, fill me, God. Ask him. Fill me, God, with your spirit. I need you. Holy Spirit, I can't do this without you. I can't get back up again without you. I can't keep moving forward without you. Apart from you, God, I can't do anything. I thank you, Lord, that I'm not apart from you, that you dwell on the inside of me. You've made your abode in me. You are the, the vine and, and I'm the branch. And my life is sustained by your goodness and your mercy, your blessings that chase me down and overtake me. Lord, bless me with the fresh infilling today. Lord, empower me not to continue in the same old patterns that open the door to the enemy to attack my soul, to attack my finances, to attack my family. Help me, Lord, to see through your eyes. Help me, Lord, to understand what's on your heart. Help me, Lord, to be so sensitive to your spirit that I'll see the enemy coming and I'll run into the stronghold, the strong tower, the refuge. God, you are my rock. Help me, Lord, to recalibrate my mind, to look at things the way you do instead of the world wants me to look at them. To look at things the way you do instead of the way my friends and Co-workers tell me they are to look at things the way you do instead of relying on a perverted media to feed me truth. Lord, fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your joy. Fill me with your love. Shed your love abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost so I can love well. So I want to love you, God, with all of my mind, all of my heart, all of my soul, all of my strength. And so I need a fresh infilling, God. I need more of you because that is the only way. More knowledge can be helpful. More strategies can be helpful. More understanding can be helpful. All that's fine and good. But Lord, I need more of you. I need more of you. I want to be a person of one thing, God. Make me a person of one thing. One thing have I desired of the Lord and that will I seek. Help me, Lord, to be that Matthew 6.33 person where I seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else that I need will be added to me. Help me, Lord, to stop seeking everything else but you, hoping to find what you want me to have or do or when you are the source. Fill us, Lord, with your spirit to overflowing today for your glory. Empower us to be your witnesses. Give us utterance, O oh God. Give us boldness, O oh God. Give us Whatever it is we need, because we don't even know how to pray as we ought. Come on. We don't even know how to pray as we ought. Sometimes we do okay, and other times we are missing it badly, and then we're not getting answers because we didn't pray the right prayers. So, Father, fill us. Diversify our tongues. Grow us up in the spirit. We need you. We need you. We need you, God. You're the only one we really need. At the end of the day, at the end of the age, it's just you and me. It's you and us. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for filling us up again, for helping us catch our breath, 
when the enemy knocks the wind out of us, for helping us see the good that you work out, even of the greatest attacks that we face in life. Because we're in that Genesis 50, 20 season where the enemy meant for harm, God will turn for good. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, he's good. He's good. He's good even when you're not good. Come on. He's faithful even when you're not faithful. Hey, now. He's ready even when you're not ready. Holy Ghost. (laughs) He's got the answers even when you don't have the answers. Yes. Yes. He's got what you need even when you don't know where to find it. He's just that good. (laughs) Come on. He's just that good. All right, guys. God bless you. Have a great day. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.